it's back. Yeah, the bees never go away. Go away. <laughs> Hi, oh, everybody, and welcome to Ariel is Tired and decided to start the episode while Spencer is still talking about bees in the window. Oh, there's bees in the window. <laughs> <laughs> episode four, bees in the window. <laughs> that sounds like something I would have named a fic when I was in, uh, when I was in middle school, <laughs> thinking I was being deep. <laughs> no, you'd just be writing a bee movie fic. <laughs> never. I don't Maybe now it. for fun, but... <laughs> Every time you see the word B, the fit gets faster. <laughs> anyway, hi everybody, welcome to uh, Rated T for F Word. I forgot our fucking name. Um, this is episode four. Clearly B's in the window, that's what our name now. <laughs> Episode four. Welcome to us uh, recording the episode two days before it's scheduled to come out, which means I also have to edit it uh, within two days. Um, hope everybody is coming back after episode three, which is kind of a weird one. Um, while I was editing, I realized that we were both in just odd moods that day. Um, I have a feeling the tone today is probably not going to be much different because we're just, that's just shit happening right now. I don't this know. This is the say. chill podcast, the toned down <laughs> tired podcast because I could take a nap right now and be happy. Yeah, we're not going to turn this into the Ariel and Spencer talk about whatever bullshit's going on in their life thing. Um, but right now we're in the process of closing on a house, which is technically already in my family and also paid off. So the fact that we have to, you know, get a mortgage is kind of ridiculous but you know what whatever man um anyway so, <laughs> so let's just go ahead and get right into it because um i was i was excited for this week's trope but we'll get into it a little later about why it turned out different and why it took me so long to decide to sit down and have us record i know nothing she's <laughs> probably told me this but knowing my brain i've probably forgot already i haven't told you yet okay i know nothing then <laughs> no the only thing you know is that it took me almost as long to find a fic this week as it did uh for our last episode anyway getting into it today's trope is in vino veritas it's three words it in is, vino veritas it is latin <laughs> that's not really narrowing it down for me <laughs> I have a feeling once I tell you what it is, you'll be like, God damn it, I knew that. I'm assuming this fic has to do something with, like, I, I'm, you know what, I'm just going to go with the most basic thing. I feel like this fic has to do something with, like, time travel, because I have no <laughs> idea of, like, what type of Latin hijinks this could be. Okay. Um. Well, you're wrong. But think, oh, of, <laughs> think about it for a sec. Vino. Do you know what that is? What that translates to, I guess you should say. Once again, after you made fun of me, I'm the math person. <laughs> I'm not the English or literature person. Vino means wine. Okay, so knowing that, I was thinking vente. I'm sorry. <laughs> which I know is not wine. So in Vino Veritas, um, let's go ahead and start reading the trope right now. This one's from TV, tvtropes.org again. Um, it literally translates to the truth in the wine, or worded. Oh, so the tea. Got it. <laughs> kind of. Um, so, in more plain words, in wine there is truth. Um, 
So it's used in popular media to illustrate what happens when a character consumes alcohol and their true personality emerges. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So this gets more commonly translated in fan fiction to drunken confessions, which, um, full disclosure, guys, the stories we're reading today fall under that tag specifically. Um, Very few uh, stories actually tag their story as in vino veritas. However, it's the same. It's the same thing. Um, I use that tag specifically instead of drunken confessions because I feel like drunken confessions has no mystery to it at all. And also, I didn't want you to get a point yet. (laughs) Well, yeah, I could tell why you picked this topic in particular because I'm like, ah, yes, Latin. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but also, drunken confessions, I love this trope. That's fair. Um, so this is actually something... <laughs> I know the answer already. You <laughs> love this trope. Got it. So this is a trope I do actually seek out. So I was excited for this week. Um, it can be a lot of fun. Um, so it, it really can, or at least I had thought, it really can span just any kind of genre of story. Um, I mean... It's often used as like a plot point in longer form fics. Um, It can be its own one-shot fic of just somebody got drunk and now they're talking about their feelings. Um, It is usually framed in that way of um, drunken love confessions. It's not usually like drunk hate confessions (laughs) or like um, drunk um, homicidal confession. It's usually drunk love confession, which, you know... It makes sense. In fanfic, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to read. Um, so I think it can be fun as a person who likes to be drunk myself <laughs> and is kind of loopy when I'm drunk and way just looser in general. It appeals to me on like a personal level. Um, it's also been in a lot of stories that I've read. It's been in several stories that I've written as well. Um, and it's also funny if it's written by somebody who's never been drunk in their life. Which is a lot in fan fiction. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> so it's great. Um, there's a kind of similar one where it's it's like, I won't see it tagged as like, you know, stoned confessions or, you know, drugged out confession. Like, But it's got an obvious, you know, an obvious parallel in drug use as well. Um, usually you'll see drug use just tagged as like canon typical drug use, uh, the fallout genre or the fallout ip for example that's almost a required tag um in my fallout story i also use that tag um canon typical violence is another one that falls in there mm-hmm. basically this happens in the world that i'm writing in so it's probably gonna be in my story too just you know take a look out for it um anyway so yeah the in long and short it's not complicated somebody gets drunk they have feelings. The feelings come out. <laughs> so the truth come out. The truth come out. So you don't get to um, to pick the IP this week, which is actually pretty good because uh, this was my plan all along. <laughs> it's not as bad as Body Swap was because it is actively getting stories added to this tag. But finding something where drunken confession is the whole point of the story was extremely hard way harder than I thought it would be and it almost makes me wonder um if it's just such an obvious thing to happen that nobody tags it anymore I 
You would know better in the fan fiction world or not I, than I. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like a, a passive thing of like noticing that like, because like as I was going through this, there was one story in specific that I remember being the second I heard drunk confession is a trope. I'm like, oh, I read a story from Fallout that would be perfect for this. And then I couldn't find it. And I'm like, did I get deleted? And it didn't. Plot twist. Uh, it's one of my recs this week. We don't read it. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't tagged drunk confection confessions. It wasn't drunk. Or it wasn't tagged in vino veritas. Nothing. It mentioned alcohol as a tag. And that's it. It was really weird. So finding a story, like I said, in addition to not finding stuff specifically tagged in vino veritas, it tagged drunk confessions instead. I also had to go just looking in the alcohol tag to find anything. It was making me crazy. So to that point, um, I kind of gave up at one point, found something that I was like, this would be funny to read on the pod and I'll, I'll pick it if I can't find anything else. Um, and that's what we're going with. Uh, I chose violence this week. <laughs> I chose spite and I got you something truly, truly horrible. And I can't wait to read it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Without getting super specific, guys, there is not going to be an explicit warning for this week, but I'm going to be saying some explicit words. Ooh. Yeah. You say that now. The second I read the characters, you're going to be like, no. <laughs> oh. But before we get to that, I actually got a nicer, shorter story first. It's only about like 800 words, I think. It's kind of short, like the Pacific Rim story we read last week. Is it about the Smurfs? (laughs) No. Drunken confession of the Smurfs? No. Um, Papa Smurfs comes out with his drunken... So I'd, I'd wanted to find a story where in the IP, alcohol isn't really a thing. Um. So I was looking around in Pokemon... I was like, oh, I for sure will find something with Pokemon. I know I will. I was like, either with Guzma, who's my favorite, and definitely would be just fucking hammered all the time if alcohol were real in Pokemon, um, or in Galar, because, you know, it's set in, you know, Britain, and just drinking is just part of the kind of the culture over there. Um, just the whole, that whole area. Um, but no, there were like eight stories with it tagged in Pokemon, and most of them were really fucking boring. There was oh. one with Guzma, but he wasn't the one who was drunk. It was it was the 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 you know the reader insert character the the player character aged up, and I was already like ew for that. Because um, if you aren't in the know, Pokemon player characters are canonically ten or eleven years old. That sounds like a boring fanfiction. It was also super boring. It would have been way better if it was Guzma. Because I'm assuming it's just the drunk player being like, I've always had a crush on you, no, Guzma. No, even worse, they were in an established relationship. So the fun part had already happened off screen. Oh. Okay. 
I know. It was so lame. I was so upset. And then there was another one. I think it was called like Night Out on the Town or something like that. It was it was all of the Galler male gym leaders, which was kind of cool. Um, but the main character was Raihan. Um, <laughs> oh, your favorite character. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew Spencer was going to laugh at that immediately because we have a deep-seated hatred for Ryan. Not really hatred. Uh, it's like love-hate. I have distinct things that I don't love about <laughs> Raihan, but I do not hate him as much as you do. I love to hate Raihan. He just gets under my skin. I think Raihan has a very weird body structure going on with him. <laughs> he got flat booty. <laughs> but he's no got no butt. Like Jesus Christ. Is, he's also monstrously tall. He's just very oddly <laughs> shaped. He's very like gangly in weird places. But I mean that doesn't. Raihan's shape hate. has nothing to do with why I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. I'm it's, like, well, that's not a good reason. I'm just saying that he's it's very actually, It was funny the first time we were playing through the games before I started reading Fix. I didn't mind Raihan. I thought he was kind of doofy. And I was like, really, bro, a selfie before I kick your ass. Um, it's actually after I started reading fanfics where he pops up that I was like, I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> um, he's portrayed as super cocky, and like. Mega really good at sex. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay. no, it's not for me. I also, I have a disposition to not really like the dragon trainers. I just find them kind of overrated, I guess. And Raihan certainly wasn't doing himself any favors with his fucking ego. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm talking, oh. about, I'm talking about somebody being bad because they have an ego and Guzma's literally my favorite character in Pokemon. <laughs> that was the say we were also like really sidetracked but that's guzma's yeah. like a walking id i adore him anyway um so <laughs> that's what i was trying to find spoilers couldn't find it um so instead i i went into something that i know has fun stories just because it's such a weird niche little community built around this ip and that's red dwarf <laughs> which we did briefly touch on last week um I adore Red Dwarf. I have watched it ever since I was a kid. It, it aired before I was born, but the reruns were running on BBC when I was really, really little, and my parents had already watched it. So I grew up on it almost as much as I grew up on Star Wars, to be honest. Um, it's just, it's ingrained in my personality. And Rimmer and Lister, who are two of the main characters, there's four main characters, all of them guys. They really are the main characters of the show. They are. (laughs) Um, They're always paired together, mostly out of lack of anybody else to pair them with. The other two characters, one is a sentient humanoid cat um, who isn't any interested in anything other than himself. You hear that, furries? <laughs> We've got the cat. He, he's literally n- a cat in name only. He's got pointy teeth. They That's didn't about need it. to know that. He's they also could have the gotten... best character. I love him. You could have drawn in so many more people. <laughs> but you just had to admit that he is a humanoid For character. anybody starting on episode four of our probably 40-episode podcast, you're welcome, furries. I've baited you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> got him. Got him. Um, but no. Uh, so the and then the other character is Crichton, who's a robot, um, who I also adore. But he would never fuck anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he had geared up to say something to refute me, and I was like, "You can't." <laughs> we named our robot our our fucking robot vacuum Crichton. He's just sweet and likes to clean up. That's all Crichton is. So they always pair Rimmer and Lister together. Um, because they're a great opposites attract sort of scenario, and also they fucking hate each other, which people love. 
Um, so that's going to be our first story. So this is called A Drunk Mind Speaks a Sober Heart by Divine Verod. Uh, D-I-V-I-N-E-V-A-R-O-D. I also really like that title. I think it's super cute. So let's go ahead and get into it. Drunk Mind Speaks a Sober Heart. Hey there, Lister, Listy, Listy, Wisty, Wisty, you stupid, silly space bum, you. <laughs> Guess which one of them is the drunk one? <laughs> it's Rimmer. Um, Dave... We should probably go into a little bit more of the characters so people okay. who haven't seen Red Dwarf very very quickly. <laughs> don't worry, you don't. it doesn't make any sense at all. But go ahead, describe that they're, they're uh, Lister... Oh, now I've got them backwards. Lister is the last human... Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Lister is more of a slobby. He's extremely slovenly. <laughs> character who that just kind of wants to chill, do his own thing, have fun. He's looking he's looking for the non-existent girls in the universe. <laughs> just kind of laid back cool guy with a the dude's dude. He has a rat tail, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, he's got weird rat tail dreads. Which, as a kid, I thought was really funny looking, but as an adult, I'm like, it's a look. I kind of, I'm kind of into Lister these days. And then Rimmer, Rimmer, Rimmer. Sorry, it's been a second <laughs> since we watched it. Arnold Rimmer. R- Rimmer is a very straight-laced, <laughs> uptight, uh, sticks to a schedule he's, down to the T. He's C-3PO. If C-3PO was a person. Yes, and he is technically a hologram. A hologram yes. yes, which is why this doesn't make any fucking sense because. Rimmer canon- canonically cannot interact with physical things. Um, he can kind of approximate it because obviously it's a real, f- you know, a real human playing him, and he's got a big stupid letter H on his forehead for hologram. Um, <laughs> occasionally, the ship lets him interact with things because um, he he's a hologram programmed, then you know, illustrated by the ship's computer, whose name is Holly. Um, so occasionally he's allowed to do things, but Rimmer getting drunk is probably something that wouldn't be able to happen. I'm going to go with one of two th- scenarios here. This is a early seated episode where before Rimmer <laughs> becomes a hologram, because everybody on the spaceship was alive at one point. Were they not? No, they were, but that's oh. not what happens. Good guess, or, but no. <laughs> uh, you didn't let me say my second one. Okay. Something's malfunctioning with the ship, so therefore his <laughs> wires are all hazy, and that's why he's drunk in the stupor. That actually has happened before in the show. But I think it's like a virus or something, and Rimmer just gets all tweaked out and crap. But no, he's just he's just drunk. Just go with it. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that fact, even though it's dumb. But <laughs> It is dumb, but it's a cute little story. It's anyway. It's cute, yeah. Dave Lister looked up from his comic book in, in surprise at the slurred words that came from a familiar voice. Hello, Rimmer, he sighed. Drunk Rimmer, he internally groaned. Drunk Rimmer staggering in, utterly drunk, a half-empty bottle still clutched in his hand. He'd been off on a diesel deck break to have a much-needed think, in quotations. But by the looks of it, he had a much-needed drink, in quotations. Cute. Bit of rhyming there. This was actually odd, he thought, taking more notice of the situation. Rimmer wasn't usually drunk. Actually, he corrected himself, almost never drunk. He could only remember seeing seeing Rimmer drunk three or four times in all of the years he'd known him, so this was interesting. Swaying precariously, Rimmer stumbled towards Lister's bunk and began staring him straight in the eyes. He then took another big gulp from the bottle. From the bottle. 
Hello, Listy, you disgusting, filthy, stupid, space bum, you, Rimmer slurred. It's much more Rimmer. (laughs) (laughs) Then he snorted, far too long at his own joke, burped and gave Lister a little poke. You annoying, hot, sexy, space bum, you. (laughs) Say what, Lister frowned, not sure he had heard that correctly. What are you doing then, you crazy hot space bum? Reading a comic, watching telly, wallowing in smeg? Well, tough. This is the real life. We're here on this ship forever. He hiccuped and swayed. Then his eyes returned to Lister. Eternally trapped. Together. Forever. Nowhere to go. We, we are on this ship. Endless, desperate loneliness on this, this ship. Ship. He swayed. His eyes closed. Yes, Rimmer, sure, whatever, thanks for that, (laughs) Lister sighed, not really getting what this was an aid of, and not sure if he wanted to know. It's a plot point with the show, by the way, that not only is Lister the last human in the entire universe, it's implied that they're kind of the last people. (laughs) Lister had been put into a deep deep cryostasis um, for millennia, um... And then he awakens on this ship. It's called the Red Dwarf. It's a mining ship. And everybody's dead. <laughs> there had been a point where evolved humanoid cat people <laughs> had inhabited it. Cat's the only one left. Um, he, Holly, the ship's computer, brings back Rimmer just to kind of try to keep Lister from losing his mind because he was the person that Lister knew the best because um, they were bunkmates, even though they absolutely fucking hated each other. And then eventually they find Crichton, you know, who's a robot who was cleaning up after people who had been dead for thousands of years. And he was also kind of crazy. So that's the th- that's the mood. Let's the, just put the four the crazies Pretty in much. together. And all of them are completely different and none of them work well together. It's it's good. Go watch it. Um, let's see. Just as Lister returned to... Just as Lister wanted to return to his comic, blurry hazel eyes opened again, boring themselves into Lister's brown ones, a big smirk forming on Rimmer's face, revealing that whatever was coming up had to be a blinder. We're trapped together forever, Rimmer said, putting as much emphasis on his words as a very drunk person possibly could. And you know what I love about it all? What I really do love about it? No, Lister sighed, bracing himself for whatever was coming out of that strange man's mouth. Hailing himself up to his full height, Rimmer raised his arms, splashing wine on a lot of the room and its objects, including Lister. (laughs) You're all mine. No one else's. We're alone in deep space and you can't leave. Dave Lister, you're mine. Sure, there's Crichton, but he's steel. There's that cat, but he's an idiot. You need me. You're and you're mine because I I know about human-y stuff. Real human-y stuff. And... And because that might surprise you, I listen to me. I love you. <laughs> I can actually hear Rimmer saying this. It's written with so many ellipses and and, and dashes, which is exa- exactly how I write somebody who's drunk. So I appreciate this story. <laughs> okay, Lister thought that was new. New, confusing, and something that he, given Rimmer's current state, wouldn't be discussing right now. Rimmer, he tried soothingly, sniggering drunkenly, but with tears streaming from his eyes, the hologram looked back at him. I love you, Dave Lister, you great big hunk of filthy, stupid space bum, you. 
Before Lister had the time to reply, Rimmer's eyes rolled to the back of his head, and he started swaying precariously. Then he fell to the floor. Smeg, Lister, mu- Lister muttered as he jumped down to see if Rimmer was all right. As he kn- knelt next to the inebriated hologram, Rimmer opened his eyes and smirked, seeing Lister by his side. Well, the hologram grinned stupidly, aren't you going to kiss me? Sadly, he'd never know the answer to this question, as his body chose that moment to sink into a deep alcohol-induced slumber. And happy Valentine's Day to you too, Rimsey, a son Lister said as he shook his head at the man snoring on the floor. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, it certainly was a memorable one. End of story. Aren't you going to kiss me? The hologram? <laughs> the thing you'll literally pass through. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they deal with Rimmer being a hologram only when it's convenient to the show. <laughs> At all other times, it's completely forgotten. <laughs> I think uh, he kind of has some solidity. I think at some point they manage to figure out how to fuck around with his code that he's a little more solid so we can kind of interact with stuff. I, It's, it's never an important thing in the show that he's a hologram. Right. Other than when it serves to make Rimmer annoyed. <laughs> He's the hologram plot. <laughs> Pretty much. Plot. It's not plot armor. It's hologram armor. <laughs> I I appreciate this short story for being a short story and getting to the point. <laughs> but like looking at this, I'm just like, man, we're just going to come out right away and say, like, I love you and be like, kiss me. And yeah. I'm like, where's where's my build up? Where's my, <laughs> oh, nothing, uh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Just, just like... You love me, right? I love you. I'm the only one left. I like you this one um, because I feel like they wrote the drunken speech really well. This is yeah. obviously somebody who's of age and probably honestly much older. Um, the thing I like about the Red Dwarf fandom is that um, it's predominantly female writers from what I can tell. Um But they're obviously much older. So a lot of fandoms that we dabble in tend to be just kind of younger and they trend younger just because we lo- we watch a lot of anime, which just tends to appeal more to teenagers. Um, it's marketed at teenagers, but this show is it's definitely for the older sci-fi fans. Um, I I'm still looking at the Star Trek as a younger <laughs> audience. Which, it is now. Well, I I meant like the Star Trek we when we read. Yeah. yeah, but even to that point, Star Trek is so ubiquitous. It's kind of like Star Wars that it it tends to appeal to everybody. But fanfic writers in general tend to be younger. So anything that's on an even playing field for demographic is in fan fiction always going to skew with a, not, a younger audience. It's just because that's who, who's doing the writing, you know, as he's got the time to, to write. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, Gen Z. When you get to be our age, suddenly you're probably going to understand where the millennials are coming from with this stuff. We can't fight with the Gen Z. We have to work with them. We do. I know. But what I'm saying is, just wait. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's why I like Red Dwarf. It it appeals almost exclusively to people who are our age or much older, honestly, the people who watched it when it first aired. So the writing tends to reflect that. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide is actually another one. Sorry, all I'm thinking now is the old man Simpsons meme where it's like, <laughs> what I thought was cool is lame, and when you're old, 
you, what you think is cool is also going Everything to be lame. Everything that's cool now is new and scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the Hitchhiker's Guide Sorry. community tends to be the same. Um, I had almost read a story for Body Swap last episode that was Hitchhiker's Guide, but um, it it, feel, it featured exclusively explicit content, so I was like, nah, the writing was really good. It was very funny. Um, it actually, it sounded like it was written by Douglas Adams. It was great. Um, I should have wrecked it, but I totally forgot. Um, but yeah, so we didn't read it because it was explicit. But yeah, so these communities tend to be written by people who are older. So this person obviously knows what being drunk is like. Um, I feel like this is a pretty good depiction of what Rumor would be like if he got drunk. Um, and like I said, they they always pair Lister and Rumor together. So that's just, that's what happens. Um, and I felt like this was fine. <laughs> um, so yeah. our second story today. I thought it was ever. a good short quick story yes. to get us in the mood you're not gonna feel that way that about this weird. next one. <laughs> oh, excuse me so I like i up. said i chose spite because i couldn't find what i wanted to find so this story is called and that's not to say that this story is bad i actually picked this story because it is super cringy but it's written so well annoyingly well i couldn't ignore it did you pick the topic of spite or did you take a story or a okay you'll see yeah i'll find out never mind title doesn't give anything away title is called i don't even understand what this title is referencing so if you know let me know it sounds like song lyrics but it's called crows buried side by side um author is object lesson all one word is this a ruby (laughs) no (laughs) good guess though We don't like Ruby either, so I probably won't Sorry. read anything from Ruby. Sorry, fans. <laughs> I can't say that there's any part of me that likes Ruby. They're also in high school, so it's not really my thing. Anyway, so this is called Crows Buried Side by Side by Object Lesson. Both stories on AO3. There's a race in the morning, so Lightning hasn't even had a beer. Nothing but seltzer while the crew ordered round after round. And he's never even seen Doc drunk, so he didn't bother to notice how much he had. Lightning and Doc, do you know what this is from? No. We'll get there. But he's stumbling now on the way, on the way the sti- on the way up the stairs up to his hotel room, and he's old enough he could like break a fucking bone or something if he fell. So, Lightning ducks under his arm and hauls him up, heart pounding at the way the weight of his still strong body spills hot and heavy onto his shoulder. Come on, we're taking the elevator, old man, he says gently, steering Doc down the hallway, smashing the up button repeatedly with his finger as he tries to stabilize himself beneath the unsteady weight. Doc's breath smells like whiskey in danger, and Lightning is forced to know for the thousandth time what boys who aren't him get to taste What Doc's <laughs> when Doc takes them home for the night. He shakes his head and tries not to think about it, but it's always harder the day before a race when he knows his voice is going to be guiding him over the finish line, and that feels like some sort of magic perfect fate. Funny, I think you've done this for me about a million times. It's nice to be the one in charge, he mumbles, patting Doc's back, aware of the shift of warm cotton over the bones of his spine. Have you finally figured out what it is? Cars. It is cars! <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said lightning, I had to think about it for a few seconds, and I was just like... This is a Cars fanfic. It is. The best part is that they're not Cars. They're actually humans. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm actually kind of <laughs> crying right now because I was like laughing to myself before she looked up. I was trying to finish the whole paragraph because um, it's a really, really long block of text. And I was like, he's got he's to know it by now. They're talking about racing. <laughs> yeah. You just reconfirmed everything in my head when you said racing. I was like, God damn it. You're like, no. I saw this one in the list and I was like, I'm not reading that. But then I was like, well, I got to know. And then I read it. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's good. <laughs> Well, I was I was thinking so hard on Doc, and then I was like trying to make sure it wasn't like Doc Brown or like <laughs> a Doc from Mash or something. And I was just like, and then when I started thinking of lightning, and I'm just like, oh, oh no, <laughs> that's okay. I did ask for this at one point, so I can't really you complain. Did, you did. I forgot about that. I was like, well, we I'm have here to, to deliver. Time. I'm here to deliver the nightmares. <laughs> do do me a favor, guys. Go online and look up um, cars uh, anatomy no. pictures, and no. you'll get some Stop. wonderful cars. Stop it! What? <laughs> car tongue, car tramp stamp, <laughs> tiny car bugs. You'll enjoy it. You'll you'll have a kick out of it. No, you'll love it. We're not recommending porn on this channel. I'm not. I, those words did not come out of my <laughs> mouth. You, that's exactly I, what they're gonna find. I said cars anatomy. <laughs> You just want to see what the physical, like, buildings of a car is. They have buttholes <laughs> and penises and vagooters. <laughs> anyway, back to this awful, awful crap. <laughs> I'm still in charge, Doc slurs before the words thin out into a shaky laugh. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All I could think of was, I'm still in charge. Good job. <laughs> Don't worry, that comes later. I figured the kachow comes later. I told you the story was explicit. I'm sorry. Continue. <clears throat> and I already know better. No, I shouldn't be doing this. Doing what? Riding the elevator? Are you going to puke? Lightning asks, pouring Doc into the mirrored cubicle before following, studying the tip of his weight to make sure he won't go down. He stays though, wobbling but managing to successfully brace against the side, arm locked and palm flat against the smudged glass. No, Doc promises, shaking his head. I'm not that sort of drunk. They're surrounded by 100 fractalized versions of themselves spreading out into infinity, cast in harsh, unforgiving fluorescence. Lightning's reflection looks old to himself. Tired, his blonde hair run through with gray that otherwise disappears in the sunlight. And Doc. Doc always looks old, but in a different way. Like a classic. Timeless. What sort of drunk are you? Lightning asks, head cocked. Gotta admit, I've never seen you so sloppy. Doc closes his eyes. A lonely drunk, he says. And then he opens his mouth like he's going to add something. So Lightning's heart kicks to life in anticipation, racing ahead. But instead, Doc purses his lips and frowns, and the elevator dings to its stop. Passage of time. I'm very disappointed whoever created these characters <laughs> decided to give Lightning blonde hair instead of a dirty brown, or possibly <laughs> amber hair instead. I think he'd have blonde hair. He's kind of that... All American kind of kid, you know. Yeah, but like Amber would fit blonde. his like his red leather jacket, and you know, <laughs> his slightly sparky attitude, but also kind of fiery heat. Are you I'm thinking sorry. like a uh, Archie from Riverdale? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I wasn't specifically thinking of that, but I was like, yeah, I could. I That's get the it. feel I get. All American boy, but also kind of a ding dong. <laughs> I think I'm I'm just gonna picture for now on lightning having amber hair. So if they mention blonde hair anymore, I'm just going to retcon that and say no. Don't worry, they mostly talk about other anatomy in this fic. 
<laughs> I don't think it, I don't know if it would be worse if they were actually cars. His blonde pubicles? Are they gonna talk P- pubicles? About? He's pubicles. You know, the 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 hair by the, the dingling. Lightning thinks Doc <laughs> is starting to sober up because he's gone quiet. Suddenly, studying him over the rim of the water glass, he's making him drink, and it's incredible how cutting the blue of his eyes are, even when they're hazy and unfocused. Better, Lightning asks, as he moves in to help Doc out of his windbreaker before dumping him to bed. But then, his voice and breath die a sudden death in his throat as Doc lays a careful hand on his hip. You don't even fucking know, do you? He breathes out in a huff before swallowing. Lightning's skin prickles, too hot under Doc's clumsy grip. Don't know what. Hmm. What you do to me, Doxlers. How goddamn pretty you are. Fuck. So, not sober at all. <laughs> pretty. It's an interesting word to choose. But, you, you know what? You could just use, like, flashy or, like, how... I think lightning, because they're going for the older person, younger person dynamic here. Uh-huh. And usually, you know, the implication with that dynamic is that the younger person is kind of childlike not in age but in usually like some kind in like the in like personality i suppose so like there's some naivete implied um and pretty is a word that conjures up images of kind of an unspoiled kind of attractiveness i guess is the one way to say it so like an unsullied attractiveness i guess i could say it like that there's an interesting kind of dynamic in this story um because lightning lightning's seat is not broken in yet stop stop it no i mean like lightning sees himself as (laughs) i'm disappointed lightning is seeing himself as being older he sees gray kind of muddying his blonde hair or his amber hair you've decided to head cannon and he doesn't think doc looks that old at least not in a bad way you hear that every fan fiction car lover he has amber hair not blonde I'm you're to, wrong i'm, I'm trying right. to make a poignant point discussing the theme of this story i'm trying to make a poignant point that saying that lightning mcqueen should have amber hair not blonde uh, i think the word you're looking for by the way is ginger i think amber because you get that flash of blonde but not too much ginger but kind of like a dirty blonde in the sense <laughs> okay that's fine when you write your fanfic for the end of this podcast they'll have they'll have there's gonna be a lot Amber. of sex <laughs> and then he put his thing in her thing and he wiggled it around he put his dingling in her schmickle <laughs> just say clam the whole way through that's my clam. Fa- that's my favorite i love you can tell a male wrote a sex scene when they s- describe the vagina as a clam why why do they do that it happens <laughs> this makes me sad anyway back to other sadness <laughs> lightning pulls away suddenly heart skittering in his chest eyes wide as he reels back to really look at doc make sure he's fucking heard him right you know You know it's me, right? Hey, Doc, he says, waving a hand in front of his unsteady gaze, throat tight with disbelief. It's McQueen. Of course I know it's you, Doc mumbles, sounding affronted. It's always you. Always been you. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Holds up gun behind head. It's been you. It's always been you. It's always been you. (laughs) Now die. (laughs) 
Jesus fucking Christ, lightning grits out, scrubbing his hands over his face, noticing that they're shaking. He can't handle this. Doc Drunken falling over is one thing, but flirting with him? Calling him pretty? It's the embarrassing porn corny shit and his own stupid brain replicates when he's jacking off in the shower after practice. He has no resolve against it. Even if Doc means it, which he's sh not sure he does, he can't do anything about it now when there's a race tomorrow and Doc can barely stand. He's like a senior citizen. <laughs> Sorry. In addition to this being, you know, an anthropomorphized car's softcore fic, it's also got the weird dynamics of older person, younger lover, which is a trope I actually do kind of enjoy. Right I now, like older men. <laughs> the only thing I can really picture right now is Doc is just like a fucking like old Stanley and a windbreaker <laughs> with like... I picture him as a Burt Reynolds. Oh, I know. Like, I know he's probably like very thick and like huff and like... <laughs> Uh, let's see you here, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but like, all I can picture right now is kind of like a old hunched over Stanley. <laughs> like, you got spunk, kid. <laughs> let's fuck. You got spunk, and I want it. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Stanley. <sighs> we'll always miss you. Oh, I'm sad now. Lightning would be taking advantage of him advantage of him if he let this go if they let this thing go somewhere no matter how bad he's wanted it or for how long look he says crossing his arms we can talk about that when you're sober if you even remember can, but can you please like for now just not say anything crazy he pleads doc doesn't seem to hear him though or else he's not listening he lays back onto the hotel bed with a thump every movement sloppy and soft and open which is it's different at least Doc is usually so careful in the way he moves, stiff and stilted, like it hurts. Always has been you, he said. The way Lightning wishes he would, only up against the shell of his ear, those certain callous hands shoving down the front of his racing jumpsuit after he's won and proven himself somehow worthy of his touch. If you guys can hear it, I'm smiling right now just because I'm like, oh god, I, I'm remembering what else I have to read with my own mouth my own words i have to say these things Ugh. uh there's a trope we're going <laughs> covering later which if you guys have looked at our tier list and you're familiar with fanfic terms you know which one i'm talking about that if i'm already this uncomfortable talking about putting a hand down somebody's pants having to read a pwp story it might kill me <laughs> Anyway, continuing on, but at least it won't be cars. Cars. <laughs> It'll be Shrek at that point. Don't worry, guys. Hickey car tongue. Car tramp stamp. Doc doesn't seem to hear him, though, or else he's not listening. He lays back onto the hotel bed with... Oh, we already read that. Lightning doesn't mean for it to happen. What's the sound of me hitting my head against the microphone? Lightning doesn't mean for it to happen, but his cock twitches in his jeans. <laughs> Things used to be easier, you know, Doc Muff murmurs from the bed. He's revving up. <laughs> He's getting ready to go. <laughs> the pants slowly slip off, and all you hear is, me. <laughs> you just tell him, Doc, grab my prindle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want M or F? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a horrible time to take a drink. <sighs> you grab my print doll. <laughs> mm, my ding ding dong. <laughs> uh, okay. Things used to be easier, you know. Doc murmurs from the bed, eyes shutting as he tries to kick off his boots. They're tied, though, so it's useless. Lightning drops to his knees to help, eager for something to do that isn't staring at his old man. His old man. Uh, it should be this old man. His old man implies his dad. The term old man is a term for your father. Yep. Eager for something to do that isn't staring at this old man laying spread out in a sweat sheen on hotel sheets, spilling secrets like clicker. I used to. You could just go to a bar, leather bar, or even a park, slip off to an alleyway and suck a cock and never learn his name. Now you have to use the internet, fucking talk, set up a meeting place, hope he's not a murderer or a cop or maybe, maybe if it was still 72 I wouldn't be looking at you the way I do. But it's now, and I am, and how the fuck could I not? So fucking gorgeous. Goddamn perfect. All over me, driving me crazy. Oh my god, lightning whines, pressing his forehead into Doc's knee, inhaling a desperate, shameful breath from his slacks. Don't. I can't suck you off when you're this drunk. I can't. I need. Doc reaches down and lays a heavy hand on lightning's head after missing a few times. (laughs) You don't have to do anything you don't want, boy. But I'd... God, if you let me, I'd give you everything. I'd make you feel so good, you'd never go back. And Lightning is weak. So fucking weak. So he kicks his own shoes off and crawls into Doc's bed, cursing himself, cursing Jack Daniels, cursing his traitorous dick and how fucking stupidly mind-alteringly hard it is. I'd just like to take I'm this, I'd just like to take this time to say um, thank you for all of my cousins who actually <laughs> listen to my our podcast. I'm not going to specify I who. I said specifically family is not allowed. This I'm is just, a no family zone. I'm just going to say that I actually do have cousins and I found this out recently that actually does listen to our podcast. Shit. So thank you for listening to our podcast. No. I'm not going to specifically name who. So oh. every time... We go to family gatherings. <laughs> I just have to wonder, who's heard me say mind-alteringly hard? <laughs> All I know is my cousins have relayed to my mother to not listen to this podcast. <laughs> that is not meant for her. Uh, but I, I just want to take that moment. I specifically told your mother it is not for her. Oh, we've all told her that. It's not for her. Uh, oh, this is great. All right, cool. So I have to remind myself I did this to myself as well. I was, the intent was to torture Spencer, but I think this is actually just an an effort of self-flagellation at this point. I, I've seen porn before. I this is, <laughs> I'm, Next time we're this reading, is not scarring we're to reading me at <laughs> He's sober technically, but he doesn't feel that way anymore. He feels drunk off Doc's booze-hot exhalations. His filthy mouth. That's and every good sentence. I know. His booze-hot exhalations. Yeah. The writing in this is annoyingly good. It's why I couldn't ignore it. It's like, just try to ignore me. You can't. I'm just mad that there's <laughs> not a sense where they start doing butt stuff and they don't go reverse, <laughs> drive, reverse, drive, <laughs> reverse. E, 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 e. Oh, I hope the mic picks up that I was going in and out while I was doing that. <laughs> just moving, moving backwards and forwards. Watching her head actually back. <laughs> Forward and backwards was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so uncomfortable. Let's go. It's almost done. 
<laughs> his filthy hot oh. mouth and every crazy thing it's saying. Will you want me in the morning, he asks, gingerly untucking Doc's shirt and smoothing his fingers beneath it, raising his nails over the silver, wiry hair beneath his navel. Doc looks at him, a hazy recognition in his gaze, but recognition all the same. And maybe that's a green light. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> we got there. All right. <laughs> High five. <laughs> it's hard to smack my own hand and high five when I'm holding my phone. <laughs> I was like, that sounds even more pathetic that you Sad. high five yourself. It, sh- it should be a pathetic high five. This is a low bar we've set here. Maybe that's as green as lights get in situation like these, but there's no leather and no park and no alleyway. Baby, I'll want you when the world ends, Doc promises. Eyes so clear, so blue, even if the rest of the world is tipping. And well, lightning never learned to pump the brakes, so he cups Doc's face between his palms and licks into the whiskey of his breath like plunging headfirst into the sea. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! <laughs> the worst thing I've ever read on this podcast, and hopefully ever will. But who knows? I hope she it isn't. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking the new fan fictions that I have her read. She's not even allowed to like look ahead of time. She just has to go and blind. <laughs> we might try that once, but the issue is that you end up reading a lot of crap that's not interesting. I curate these stories very purposefully. But if we choose crap that's not good, we can make <laughs> fun of it more. I don't want to make fun of stories. I know. All of the laughing I'm doing right now is because I'm so deeply uncomfortable because I wanted to hate this story. I wanted it to the be... The writing is good. It's I... so good. I mean, like, it <laughs> didn't bother me and there is parts where I'm just like... All I'm thinking of is, like, fucking Stan Lee, and then, like, at some parts I'm thinking of, because I can't think of his freaking name, because I'm bad at names, I was thinking who most recently played Peter Parker, and I'm like, ooh, that's a very weird age gap that I don't love. Yeah, no, that's a little too extreme. Yeah, but I'm just like, <sighs> The age gap here is implied to be about probably 20-ish years. Yeah, it's it's probably more like a 27, 45-year-old. I've heard it referred to as a May-December romance, but I think that's a really romantic way to say older person, younger lover. <laughs> that's a weird... I mean, I guess I, I, I definitely see I'm that. I'm only never... aware of that tag because I've recently been reading a lot of Takamura V fan fiction from Cyberpunk because I'm in love with Takamura. <laughs> There's not a lot. It's very sad. It's getting to the point where I'm going to have to write it myself. It's like, like most the things, things he's mostly interested into are very niche, small yeah, things. Yeah, I know. Right now I'm in the process of f- finishing up a lost fan fiction, which is Ben Linus OC. I can't wait for you to find the next <laughs> Stargate Universe fan fiction all five. I, tr- I tried, actually. Um, <laughs> there was one drunk, drunk story I found for Stargate Universe. Um... But it was more just them being drunk in general. Um, it had some very funny depictions of Rush, um, which I, I figured you would have appreciated. Um, but no, I'll probably have to end up writing a, a Stargate Universe fiction as well at some point. My favorite, though, my biggest claim to fame is my Oliver Bird fic, where I am the only person who has written the pairing. I am the only story on AO3 that's Oliver Bird slash OC. I know what fic I'm going to write about. So if anybody ever looks that up, she'll Take either my see my girlfriend's <laughs> or mine. 
and that's it. Whatever, because then I'd have a new Oliver Bird fic to read, and you know what? That's a fucking win. I don't care. There is one that's a reader, a reader story, but it's it's just straight porn. So I actually know the author. She's a or they are a friend of mine on uh, Tumblr. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Anyway, so those are our two stories this week. Um, so. In in finding the story, like I said, I was really excited for this one. Number one, I love this. I love this trope, but also it's a fun one. Like I said, it can do, it can be a lot of different things. It's usually some kind of minor minor plot device in larger stories. At least at some point in a universe where there's alcohol available and everybody's an adult, it just makes sense. It's just kind of a social lubricant. Everybody's been drunk at some point. Um, and also, I guess I'm just missing it right now, being drunk. Like, we only get drunk at home right now, but... <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> soon, very soon, we'll get to be drunk in public again, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just can't wait to get my second shot. Yeah, this is actually why we're recording late. Our first, We got our first dose of COVID vaccine um, on Saturday, which is when we were supposed to record, and then it wiped us out for the whole weekend, and we were just like, I can't be funny right now. <laughs> I can't force anybody to do it, but please get your vaccines. Please get vaccinated. I want to be drunk in public. I'm yeah. being completely selfish here. I want to go back out in public again. Come on, guys. You like drinking in public with less masks on? Anyway. Get your vaccine, please. So it was hard to find these stories. I did what I could. I was upset that I couldn't find what I was looking for. So earlier I implied that um, there was a Fallout story that I had read that I remembered. It was Deacon, Deacon um, the sole survivor. Um, I did actually find it. There's a reason we didn't read it. It's because it's just porn. Um, it's still good, though. It's still good. It's called Charmed Life by Zero Light. Z-E-R-O-L-I-G-H-T. Um, it's very good. Uh, some good characterization of Deacon in it. Deacon is probably my favorite character in the game these days. Used to be Hancock, who I still hold very close to my heart. But De- Deacon's just more interesting, I think. Um So that's one of our wrecks this week. Um, I also wanted to wreck another Fallout story. It's called High Rollers by Valentine's Valentine. It's um, a Raul Tejeda story. Um, Raul and the Courier. So from Fallout New Vegas. Um, I love my ghouls. Uh, That's not a secret. (laughs) So this one was fun. Um, It was like a night out in the casino in New Vegas. um, And then they get drunk and then they fuck. This one's also just porn. (laughs) Which is why I didn't read it either. Um, So I think this this trope is really fun in, in stuff like Fallout, um, where, you know, it's already part of the universe. Everybody kind of does it. But, you know, in the game, like, you can technically get drunk, but it doesn't do anything. Um, in, in four, <laughs> it makes the camera be really annoying. <laughs> in the fourth game, if you talk, your your character actually slurs their speech, which is actually really cute. But, like, it, it gives you a minor, you know, minor buffs and nerfs on your stats, but nothing that would severely affect the game. Um, so, you know, it would just be for role-playing purposes. So it's actually cool to see what drunkenness looks like in a universe where it's already pretty pervasive. I also think it's interesting with Deacon because his character is that he's a liar. So to have the drunkenness be the impetus for a, a confession is interesting for a character like Deacon. I also think it works with other other liar characters well, like... Ben Linus, for example, I was literally just posting, pointing to a poster on my wall <laughs> of Ben Linus, who I love. Um, I guess technically Alistair from Has Been Hotel, just because he's on my mind at the moment. But people who are always kind of duplicitous in their nature and kind of 
hiding under, you know, either white lies, full out lies, like in Deacon's case, or just generally being unwilling to share about themselves. I think those kinds of stories are interesting because then it's also got the added aspect of like, if you then move forward into, into the bedroom stuff, it brings up the issue of like consent, which I think this story briefly touched on and then said, nah, fuck it. Um, and they did it anyway. Um, which I think is an interesting, you know, thing to think about and fix. Um, I'm at the point in my life where it's like, yeah, you know what, if you're bringing up consent being an issue when it comes to these stories where people are drunk, like, they shouldn't do it at that point. Um, so it's either ignore it and, like, everybody's cool with it, it's just implied they're fine with it, or if you bring it up, they don't they don't bone at that point. <laughs> like, choose if you're going to make a statement or not, um, but you got to go all the way on it. So that was my only negative point yeah. on that story, other than being Carse, um, was that, you know, he had this moment of clarity of, like, I shouldn't be doing this, and then still did it anyway. Kind of icky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... That that's that's my problem with these types of, these types of stories personally. Um, I I know I haven't really read anything, but when you explained drunken confession as being inside, I'm just like, uh, that's just never personally something I would like. And I know it, there is different types of ways of going about it, but I was just like, when there is any amount of other influence going into one of the characters heads that's just a no from me (laughs) but that's just me personally well that actually segues pretty well into the ranking portion of the video so um we always start with your guess of where i would put it well you said you loved it so i'm going to say you love it you are correct on that one i as i was coming out of my mouth i was like shit (laughs) like you definitely noticed me say that i do i love this trope this is the first one where it's ranked in love um so you get a you get a point which means you're at three points now Uh oh so now we need to have a conversation (laughs) so when we were in episode one and i said three points that was kind of like a spur of the moment decision um i'm going to stick to it this time and give you a bonus story but i think moving beyond now we need to up the ante each time you meet the goal so for next time, we're going to... just be four? It's going to be five. Rude. <laughs> All right. Well, we can go four. That's fine. But we we're, just... we're resetting your points, though. Yeah. I figured you'd go four, four points and then five points and so on. I was going to go by two. So five, seven, nine. But... All right, I'll give you one each time, unless you prove to be extremely fucking good at it. And then we'll 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 raise it a little bit more than that. That seems fair. Okay. All right. So let me work up to four first, and then we'll see how it goes. Okay. So at this point, you can I'll pretty much let you decide at any point when we want to read my first story. It doesn't make sense to do all of it at the very end. Um. So we'll we'll have a discussion. So. We'll, uh, figure we'll it post out. on the socials, guys, you know, if if it's going to be like a bonus episode because it would be very long reading some of my stories um, or if it'll be that week's actual episode. Um, but check the socials. We'll find out. It's pro- it's not going to be our very next one. I'm not even going to joke about it, everybody. <laughs> so, all right. Cool. Well, then. Anyway, moving on. I wasn't being 
a jab at you. I no. sorry, I was joking about something else. I just it's me being like, I knew we'd get here eventually, but I'm upset about it regardless. Anyway, sorry. so where would you rank this trope? You kind of implied that it's not something you're into. Uh, I I personally I think I would probably just put it. Out. I won't read it to be quite honest. When you when you bring anything into that, like. When it's an established thing where you know two characters are pretty much been flirting already together, mm-hmm. like there's been kind of that on and off flirting and stuff, I'm a little bit better with that sense of one person doing this kind of like drunken confession. But like it, it's really just comes down to like the consent thing. It's like don't bring home a girl or a guy that's drunk and take yeah. advantage of the situation. Just, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Sometimes stories do it right, um, where both people are drunk at the same time. Um, I actually found it odd that these stories were one person being completely sober and the other one drunk. Um, So if it's both people together, it's technically not any better. But at least then, you know, it's an even playing field. There's There's no imbalance of power. Or, you know, again, if you're not going to talk about it, just don't talk about it at all. But if you're going to if you're going to bring up the consent issue in the story, they better not bone at that point. OK, man, this tiered list, I look so freaking picky right now. I it's know. Just... He hasn't rated anything above take it or leave it, which is like the ver- veritable middle ground. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'll, <laughs> I'll get better. I, I wish I could honestly look at these beforehand and not like look up like, what's this one about? What's this one about? <laughs> But it's I, I'm just playing it very seldom, and maybe at the very end I will, knowing a little bit more about it, I might readjust my overall. Yeah, at the very feeling. end we might take a look back, and, and you can re-rank things. Next week, actually, we are going to be doing an AU, which are fun. Yeah. So next week should be better for you. I think right. I like AUs a little bit more. Personally. AUs are fun because they're just so fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also just in an AU mood right now because I'm getting really back into Undertale. It's like my default fandom. Uh, going the other day and seeing, sitting down next to Ariel going like, well, why aren't you playing some Fallout? Because I know you're talking about playing Fallout. And I'm like, she's like, well, I'm reading right now. And I'm like, what are you reading? And, I, and she goes, my fan fiction. My own fan fiction. And I'm like, just kind of like looked at her like, really <laughs> because there's one chapter in that story that i think is actually my best piece of writing i've ever done anyway so moving on to our last segment here it is fic libs time we literally literally just wrote this it's fic libs fic libs <laughs> should i commission somebody to make a little jingle for fic libs <laughs> that'll be fun just get somebody on fiverr like, I'm not going to explain this what to you, what this is to you because you won't fucking get it. Just know it's called Fick Libs. Anyway, here we go. Oh, right. I get to read these. You do. So I'm going to just explain these two characters really quickly because... <laughs> um, we already talked about one of them. Well, yeah. One's easier to know, but the other character's just a very stereotypical name. So it's like, <laughs> who in the hell? This could be anyone. I'm saying this character named Reese... This character named Reese is specifically from Borderlands. That's the one I'm going for. So if you <laughs> want character's mindset, you will know it is Reese. Um, is Spencer. I was going to say who you kin with, but you really don't. You and Reese are very different, but you cosplay Reese. I cosplay. I cosplayed Reese a couple of times. <laughs> you also did it before anybody else did. You can you can fucking brag a little on yeah. that one. 
I did do that off of literally the only thing for Reese at the time that was released was literally the trailer about them making a new Borderlands game. And I was like, I'm making that <laughs> little, entire costume. A little bit of concept art for him. That was that was it. There was just a little <laughs> bit of concept arm. I didn't even know what the robot arm looked like. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm doing that. Yep. And then like Ariel like rolled her eyes in the back of her head, even though she didn't know me yet. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you talking about me like we knew each other at that yeah. point. <laughs> I, I could just see if we were dating at the time, she would just roll her eyes in the back of her head like, I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah. It was like when I made my Freddy costume when oh, we started God. dating. Yep, that one. <laughs> anyway, let's read this this <laughs> fic. This one is called Visual Kai or Bust. Reese had finally mastered playing the guitar. <laughs> He'd be thinking about ska band for a while. Now he and his singer Guzma ready to put out their first song. This video for the video for this has to be perfect, he said. He Hey, can you get more cars in the room for this? It needs to look fanciful. That's why I said it was prophetic that you said cars. Yeah, when you when you made that I was like hmm. <laughs> Do you think our costumes are preppy enough? Guzma asked. Preppy Guzma. <laughs> Maybe we have we have more e-girl or country themed stuff. <laughs> the important thing is that we look cool, like BTS or Smash Mouth. <laughs> Reese said. Frost those tips. <laughs> it's the coolest of the cool. <laughs> Guzma with frost tips on top of his white hair. <laughs> no. Oh no. Now that made me sad. This video's got to swing hard enough that people buy the first single. <laughs> Guzma brought in a lot of clothes for the filming. You want me to wear this, Reese? Held up a sparkling skirt. It's a little kaiju. Yeah, but it's a good kind of kaiju. Like a sexy, vivid kind. <laughs> they recorded a lot of video. That's a weird sentence. They recorded a lot of video, but it wasn't enough. It's missing something, Reese said gruffly. We need more. What if you fight or we fall? Guzma suggested. We could write together. That's not a bad idea. And so they spice things up with a little fighting. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, everywhere. We could write together. So we fought. <laughs> Punched. Punched. <laughs> this video was very well received online. Soon they had a lot of steely fans. Reese started getting dogs sent in the mail. <laughs> That's like the best gift to get. Guzma got chocolate bushes <laughs> in the mail. Yuck. Your solo went really well, Guzma said. I want to do a classical piece, but you should have something uh, really metal and hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, but maybe we should fight some more in our next video. <laughs> it's literally just Guzma's, like, beating the shit out of Reese like, the I just want to fucking destroy you, Reese, with my fists. <laughs> Let's write. Start throwing fists. <laughs> All right, so that was Fick Lives. Hope you guys enjoyed Spencer's reading there and also Spencer's words because uh, he picks the words on those Mad Libs each time. She wouldn't let me use Bazinga. You didn't say Bazinga, did you? No, I was making a joke and now you ruined it. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you do say things and like I, I actually don't listen. So <laughs> Actually, you can leave that in because that's true. <laughs> oh, that was a nice self-burn. Good job, me. All right. Anyway, so lastly, just, you know, before we end off here, we're going to be plugging our socials, guys. Uh, follow us on um, Twitter, like us on Facebook, um, share us. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you share 
um, our podcast on Facebook. Um, we'll give you a quick shout out because we haven't really been getting reviews other than Caitlin, who continues to review us every week because they are just the best. Um, so shout out, of course, this week to Caitlin and also to Kathy on Facebook, a new listener who shared us. Um, so that's pretty cool. Thank you so much, Kathy. Really appreciate it. We've actually got some new listeners. Virginia is actually our most populous state right now for listeners. So hey, Virginia, which is great because we actually don't even know anybody who lives in Virginia. So you're all just strangers. <laughs> Hi, strangers on the internet. We love you. Thank you for listening to us. <laughs> we appreciate it a lot. Oh, we absolutely do. Um, so if you guys want a shout out on the podcast, like I said, we're only doing this for a limited amount of time, a limited number of people. So give us a share on Facebook. Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Um, there are two places you can you can do that. Uh, really, any podcast app that you're listening on. Um, I get alerts for when we get stuff. Please send us some dogs in the mail. <laughs> Lastly, uh, of course, you know, if you guys go check out these authors, give their story a kudos. Um, I've, I'm kudosing every single story, and that includes the softcore Cars Fic. <laughs> um, is that really? I mean, I guess that is softcore, but I mean, like, there was little, they like... They talked about twitching cocks. That's all. That's all. That would, in the citrus scale, that would be called a lime. Oh, I thought he already put his dick in his mouth. My bad. I must have zoned that out. That happened the off screen, which makes it a lime. <laughs> That's fair. I'm sorry. Good softcore. <laughs> anyway. That was enjoyable softcore. <laughs> Send us Rex. Um, our email address is rated T for effort at gmail.com if you've got longer form criticism or suggestions for us. Um, if any of you want to maybe when getting together becomes a thing again maybe we'll have guests on the podcast um caitlin's looking like a strong contender just because they're so interested in everything we talk about on here which is great it makes me feel very special um you know if you guys are listening and you know you're having fun just say hey you know we'd like to know who who all's listening to us out there in the internet land um you know maybe it's just the the fanfic author in me but I like to, inter- you know, to interact with the people who are enjoying our content. Um, so other than that, hope y'all are staying safe out there. We'll see you again in two weeks. And, and always remember, get your vaccine. <laughs> oh, no YouTube plugs this time. I mean, I can. Uh, please follow us at T for F word. <laughs> that is capital T for F word. That's not even the name of our podcast. I know. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> you said plug. You didn't say a good plug. Yeah. <laughs>